Thank you so much, Mr. Newsom. It's BBS Radio bringing forth our show for this evening. Welcome to you all. Thank you for being here. Today is March 21st. You're here on the Monday evening, meaning a wild card. Let's see what's going to happen. Thank you all for being here. And I welcome the next caller. If you want to, please say name and location. It's Wynn in Sedona. Hey, Wynn, welcome. Are we on BBS yet? Yes, we just moved on to BBS. How come I don't see them? Tombal. Good evening. Welcome to the call. We share the location. Hi, hi. This is Jeannie in Citruside. Good evening, Jeannie. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Tombal, Tombal is beat. PBS? Correct. Tomball, Texas? Right. Now, why is that? It, it is the way it is. All right. Hello to everybody on BBS. And uh, just if you're there, uh, my name is Winfrey. And this call is based on what I call interdimensional communication. And there is beings and intelligence in the various highest dimensions of the universe that can pay attention to us, can talk through somebody and talk to us in English, okay, they have a translation committee there. They can rearrange frequencies. That's Terry, right? Yes. Hello. Hello, Terry. Hi. Hello, Terry. Hello. Hi. And... We've had thousands of conversations with them. Hi, Bonnie. Oh, well, hello. Hi. Welcome, Bonnie. Thank you. And what's happened is we have people who have endeared themselves with these calls. And I think we're going to have a group discussion today and see if anyone will share what endeared them, okay? I know, I know for a... Welcome to the location. Antonio in California. Antonio, welcome. Antonio, did you call Mimi? Not yet. Well, hang up, call her, and then come back on. Okay? To get on this call? Get her on this call, yeah. Listen. Okay. Don't you? I don't know if you get this, but the more the calls that she comes on, the better for her. I know. And I get it. I get it. Yeah. Unless she tells you, you're calling me too much, don't bug me. Hug her. 
I'm on VOIP, so I could just call her without hanging up. Oh, okay, good. Tell her when when says he wants her on the call. Okay. Or else. <laughs> okay. Good evening, welcome to the conference call. Please say a name and location. This is John from Las Vegas again. Welcome back, John. Hi, John. Hi, hello. Hi, John. Hello, Wynn. You called me when I was in the store. Happy Monday. Welcome. Please share name and location. Oh, hi. Uh, my, um, yes, I'm, I'm from uh, California. I'm from California. Oh, California. Yeah, hi. Yeah. What's your name? Uh, Pamela. Pamela. Hi, hi, Pamela. Welcome. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Joy from uh, uh, Pamela, are you, are you new on the call? Um, uh, yeah, I'm on the call. Yeah, she's, no, no, she's come several times. Do you know why she uh, came on the call again? When you want to know why? She had a small miracle. Oh, yes. I got um, a religious exemption at work. I was one of the only two people in the whole hospital. Everybody else oh, got hey. fired. Wow. Well, don't don't talk now yet, Pamela, because we haven't officially started. And I'd okay. love you to share your miracle, okay? And it's so quiet and peaceful. God, we, what would happen if all radio shows were like ours? Welcome, everybody. We're going to have an hour of silence. And then we have to decide, is, do we like, uh, let me see, what's his name? What's his name? What's that disc jockey in New York? Howard. Howard Stern. 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 Yeah. And then people Someone could decide. We had a new caller turn in. Welcome. Feel free to say name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. So, do I like Howard Stern silence or weird free silence? Hey, welcome to the or, caller. Thank you for being here. Who could that be? Oh, is that Joe? Uh, yes. <laughs> Welcome, Joe. Hi, Joe. Uh, thank you, thank you. Good to be here. Hi, Joe. Hi. Uh, Joe. Joe would be a great person to do an hour of silence. Hi, Joe. Uh, that would be great, except I can't keep my mouth shut, so probably won't work. <laughs> Hi, Bonnie. Uh, Joe, I love Hi. you, brother. Hi, Terry. Hey. Hi, Terry. Hello. 
beep, beep, beep. I think, we, I, I think we should start, okay? All right, Ben, sounds good. So you want me to initially mute the phone line? Yeah. All right, and the date is uh, March 21st. Muted. The recording has started. This is March 21st, 2022. Win Free and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere, and and the people on BBS, uh, I think. I always wonder if somebody's on BBS, but I ought to have my sources tell me how many people do you count on BBS, because they tell me that when somebody checks into this call, they can feel their energy and they can sense them. And when, and they've proven it because people ask on, on a Wednesday night call, it's also on BBS at 6 p.m., people ask them questions and they tune right into the person and they know everything about them at a very deep level. But it's not like a psychic kind of thing. They're beyond psychic. It has to do with the fact that we are all one. At the highest levels, we're all one. We're all part of each other. And they're at the highest levels. And they can look at us in oneness and then see about see things about us and they only talk about things where they give people tips to help them because whether you know it or not we are all on this evolutionary path and we're growing in one way or another. Or we're devolving, which is possible. And um, they give us the keys to how it works. Because there's really no way to figure it out when you're in a body in this realm. You can't figure it out. It is, uh, you don't, you can't, see into the realms you can't see into the visible part of yourself so you can figure some things out you can become wise as to the ways of the world by knowing everybody and seeing how they work you can feel one with somebody in a loving situation and um What else? You can do all, all kinds of things. You can know what foods you like and what foods you don't like. You can get into trouble. <laughs> um, not by necessarily being bad, 
but by not having discernment. You're getting involved in the wrong situation, and then you have to learn from it. You know, in the higher realms, none of this matters because everyone's on their path, and everyone is hopefully learning. And, I mean, I mean, what matters to the higher realms is love. They are in a realm where they have unconditional love for everything. And if you're lucky enough to catch their energy, you might feel their love. And they express it, they can express it in a number of ways. One way is they can extend loving energy into your body and you can feel the love. Even when no one else is around or you're not loving someone else. And your loneliness goes away in that moment and your alienation, and you feel connected. They can do that. They don't do it unless somebody feels comfortable with them. Because otherwise, it might scare somebody that's not familiar with this idea. Another thing is, they have incredible wisdom. Uh, They see really deep patterns. And they see our deep patterns. We all carry around patterns that are programmed into us from this life or past lifetimes. And um, we have a hard time seeing our own patterns. Now, if you keep watching yourself and you notice something that keeps repeating uh, and you can't understand why do I keep going through that, you know? Like, for example, did you ever have a romantic relationship that didn't work? And then you have another one. And it doesn't work in exactly the same way. <laughs> and then you have another one, and it still doesn't work. There's still the same thing wrong. Now, you have discovered you have a pattern that you're projecting and all those people. I'm not, this is my idea. I think this is true. I've had this experience. You're projecting a pattern. You have to keep repeating it because you're projecting it and everyone's responding to your pattern. Um, and, and then when you start to see it, you realize you're doing it. That's the first step. And then you can kind of, with your conscious mind, readjust your behavior so you don't keep attracting the same pattern. That's true for everybody. Even Elon Musk. (laughs) He's on the third Hollywood starlet now. And... uh, Um, You know, relationships are a great way to work out patterns. 
because we all have a shadow side. And in a relationship, your shadow side is bound to come up and be reflected back at you. Just like the other person's shadow side is going to reflect back to them. And if you're in a relationship and you go for it, you're, going to, you're, you're invariably going to be working out your shadow side, okay? And the other person as well. Now, maybe it'll work out really fast. And maybe it will eventually sabotage the relationship and you have to break up. Okay, so what I was going to do today, and I hope somebody, well, whenever I do something which requires other people to participate, I always think I'm going to leave space and no one's going to say anything, and then I'm going to look stupid. So don't make me look stupid. And... um. Terry's the only one that can make me look stupid, right, Terry? Oh. <laughs> I don't want that gonna... title. <laughs> you don't want that? No. I don't want that title. <laughs> you know what? You you usually make me look good. We make each other look good. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Because we, we, we are good. Because we are good. Well, Terry is amazing, okay? And she is very shy. She's very gentle. She's very caring. And she's a channel. And she's not just any channel. She channels the creator gods that created the universe. Now, if you were listening to us the first time right now, you'd say, oh, sure. I would say that. I wouldn't believe it. I had to convince myself. And it's taken me years of asking them questions and watching little miracles happen. And, um, you know, the question I was going to ask the people on our call tonight, and hopefully they'll answer, is what is it that endears you to our work? And I even don't like to call it our work. When I say our, you're included, because it's a work that we're all creating. And um, and I know, I know some of the people who come on our calls have said they listened to our calls on BBS for a long time. And they finally said, oh, my God, this is real. And they started coming in live and talking on our conference calls. They felt comfortable enough to do it, okay? This is not uh, 
a fundamentalist believe in things kind of call. This call is about developing cosmic relationships with very high intelligence in the universe. And I want to hear what people say to some of these kinds of questions because I know they're getting it. There are regulars. They come in all the time. And I come in all the time. I'm a regular. <laughs> and uh, so let's see what people are going to say. Let's see if I unmute everybody. We're going to get a lot of noise. Let's see here. Unmuted. Thank you, guys. And we don't have a lot of noise. So I'll start out. What endears me to these calls? Okay. Well, this all started out where I was communicating with this source that I that identified itself as the Council of Elohim. And I looked up the word Elohim. It said one of the names for God in the Old Testament. The name the Mormons use for God. The creators of the universe. Now, I didn't believe that's who I was talking to. But that's what their name meant. And I said, I remember thinking, if this is real, it's going to have to prove itself to me. And they never lectured me. They never insisted for me to believe anything. They just said, ask some questions. And eventually, I started doing these conference calls. And people felt energy on the call. And some people kept coming back. And I could feel their energy. I could feel their openness. And I think it's amazing to be doing something that is transformative in this realm to other people. And that's why I keep coming. You know, I see the people on the call who are growing, changing, loving, and uh, how about you, Terry? We can break the ice here. Uh, I like the <laughs> communication uh, between people and uh, between these sources. And I'm always uh, learning, and I love what Bonnie's doing, uh, bringing things in, feeding uh, things. Uh, and it, it's just uh, such a group of friends, Heiss and Jennifer and all the people. Well, I, I, think, I think it's amazing that we have created real rapport 
amongst a bunch of people that are coming to our calls. And by and large, they don't even, they haven't even seen each other. That's a miracle right there, you know? When do you go on a radio show and love everyone in the audience? Of course, we have a small audience. Um, it doesn't have to stay small, but it's stayed that way. And it's given people the elbow room to meet each other and to feel each other's energies. Okay. Now, here I go. I'm going to see. I'm just going to see who wants to share from their perspective. Join Swim. Hi, Joyce. Go, go Hi. Joy. I want, you know what, what, what draws me back to this and, and what drew me, I mean, from the very first time I was on the call, um, is that what I hear spoken makes sense, whether it's your questions to our friends, who I really, truly feel are our friends now, this, our sources, whether it's your, your questions um, or your wonderings or whatever, and their answers, and the way that Terry, um, the, the, the vocabulary that Terry uses um, is very understandable. It all makes sense. It doesn't sound strange or crazy or anything. It all makes sense. And it also is this, this call with all the sense-making is it, like finally the world is making sense. And it's a safe space to be as big as I am. And I'm getting bigger. Yeah. I'm allowing myself to be bigger as I am. But whereas yeah. my whole life I've played small to fit in or to not be looked upon askance, um, this is... This is a safe space to grow and evolve and and be who we really are. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. What was your life? Well said. What was your life like before you came into the calls? What was my life like? It was yeah. um, searching, searching for a safe space, <laughs> searching for something that made sense mm -hmm. um, yeah so and and yeah. luckily i was lucky that lauren found me <laughs> lauren found me and lauren directed me to the call uh-huh well you know i have to tell the audience if there's an audience out there on bbs that joy is one of those people who and this is something I learned from our sources, okay? That there are millions of people on our planet who took incarnations that were in higher dimensions and they came here to be of service and to help the planet, which obviously needs a lot of help right now. And Joy has an incredible energy and joy. She has joy. And, you know, a lot of people, if they see somebody like that, the person has to hold it in. They'll think I'm crazy, right? And, uh, right. 
And suddenly, she's in a location where she can be all that she is, and nobody thinks she's crazy. In fact, if she is, we're all we're all crazy together. Okay. <laughs> and we don't have a hierarchy. We don't have a hierarchy. We don't have like look up to this. Even our sources, who have been interpreted as God throughout history, tell us that they don't want to be looked upon as God or worshipped. They said there are they are our friends in higher dimensions, and they can help us in ways that we can be really stuck. And we can help them because they don't like there to be suffering and pain in this realm. And they need to anchor their energy with people in the realm, okay, like us, so they can make a difference. And I'm always learning. I mean, I, I, in a sense, I can't even hardly believe we've gotten to where we've gotten because we've been doing this for 20 years. So thank you, Joy. And you see, Joy, see if you can get Lauren to speak. Lauren, <laughs> is he on? I don't know if he's on the call. Yeah, he, he's on. Hang on. He was on. Maybe he's not now. He probably knew I was going to do this and said, I better get off while the going is good. <laughs> no. His, sometimes his phone gets him off without asking. Uh, uh, there he is. I heard him laugh. <laughs> oh. uh, uh. Can you yep, hear me? That's, that's you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lauren, you're back. Can anybody hear me? Oh, yes. yes. I hear you. I didn't know. Actually, I thought I was dialing in too early. I was just checking. Well, this is the Monday night 6 o'clock call. We have the Monday night 7 o'clock call coming up. Well, so, Lauren, did you hear my yeah. overarching question? Give it to me again. What is it that's endeared you to our calls that keeps you coming back? Hmm. Interesting question. Well, I, I, it was nice to uh, come in contact with uh, uh, people that actually needed my services, <laughs> if you will, you know? People needed you there with us. Laura, you know, the people that are regulars on our call tend to be fairly high beings, conscious beings. And, and if they weren't, they'll start to be that way as they keep coming. And they're all different, you know? 
being a conscious being is not one size fits all. And uh, Lauren happens to be a genius scientifically. And he's done some extraordinary things in his life. Um, he probably, you may have heard of this guy in Japan, Emoto, who wrote a book called The Healing Power of Water. And Lauren is the guy that taught that person about water. And he became a new age luminary with his books. And then Lauren designed a healing device that for a Japanese company that was sold in hospitals all over Japan. And he is extremely astute, okay, in his observations of things. And he was friends with Phyllis, and he invited Phyllis, I mean Joy, okay? He was friends with Joy, and they were living in the northeastern part of the country in an area of Washington. Northwest. How about northwest? Northwest. Northwest, yeah. And uh, and uh, Lauren invited Joy to the call. And you, you just heard Joy talk about her experience. So, Lauren, can you verbalize what is it that endears you to this call? Mm. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll second that. <laughs> and that's the best you can say. It's like a big a big cosmic party, right? Something like that, yeah. You also told right. me once that it was it was you liked it was it was a good cause. Yeah. Okay. Now, we have Pamela on the call. Pamela, are you, you going to get shy if I call on you? Uh, no, well, um, here. <laughs> if you want to ask me something, sure. <laughs> now, what's, what city are you on? Uh, I'm in Novato, yeah. California. Okay. And that's like north of San Francisco, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And how did you discover us? Um, from a friend um, uh, that I met back in um, in college, uh, back in the 90s. Uh, he told me about your group and to um, call in, and and um, he, he invited me to to join. Does he come? Does he come to our calls? Oh, yeah, it's John, John. John Siborowski. Yeah, yeah, we went to uh, college together back a long time ago. John is on the line. John, are you there? Yes. 
telling the truth? Yes. Yes. John, did you have a crush on her when you were going to college? Uh, just tell her about the the uh, small miracle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm seeing if I I'm seeing if I can get in trouble. All right. Tell us about the miracle. The the miracle, um, I think what he's referring to is um, I work at a big hospital in California, and um, they have a lot of power, and they they got a little bit, um, how should I put it, Um, they kind of bought into this thing with this. um, COVID. It's a very controversial topic, you know, the vaccine. So Boy, I know. I, I hope know, I don't. I know more about it. I know more about it yeah. than I wish. But you know. yeah. So to make a long story short, I don't want to bore anybody, but um, I was really worried about losing my job. So because I really count on it to support myself, like I need it to survive. But I'm so worried. I've been there like almost 20 years, and um, they announced to us that we had to get it and um i i just didn't know what to do i was like oh geez i don't really want this um and i kind of believe in god and i pray and stuff and i i just am convinced that it's not for me and like it's our bodies or you know our temple this is what i think um it's let me, let me, it's from let, me, our, let me tell you something you're not going to offend anyone on this line, by telling them that the shot's not good for you. If they all know it, I believe. Okay? We're not, I know how, I know, I know how people can respond. Because people start thinking, well, you're one of those anti-vaxxers. Oh, you're going to walk around and infect everybody. You're selfish. I know how they say. But I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I study these things. Because I'm, you know, I influence people, and and I have to know what I'm talking about. So I I do know what I'm talking about. Okay, so don't feel don't feel you don't have to feel shy about talking about it here. And so go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so um, uh, and I wasn't the only one. We had many many dozens of nurses that did not want to take this. Uh, they call it a vaccine. I'm kind of thinking it's actually not a vaccine. I think it's something else. But anyway, I don't want to get into that. But anyway, um, about 20 of us uh, filled out the exemptions. And um, everyone got, um, at first they got accepted. And then they got another slew, I think a dozen questions more. Like we got further questions because it's kind of like we were getting interrogated and the questions yeah. were designed they they were designed to trick you and to trap you. And so I read the questions and I'm like, geez, this is really, um, uh, what am I going to do here? Cause it, it, it's made out to make me look like a liar. So I said, you know, I got some help. I, I prayed and, um, and I contacted John, and he helped me too as well. And so I came up with um, the thing to do, and you know, with all the prayer and stuff, and 
and uh, support. I knew how to answer the questions and I got approved and, and everybody else who initially got approved got fired. And it's only me and one nurse in the whole hospital. That's it. We're, we're the only two left. So you answer the questions in a way that made them keep you on your job. Yeah. And you have to, um, my advice for anybody is to, like, if they ask you, they don't, they told us you can only do a religious exemption or a medical exemption. And, um, I, I couldn't get a medical exemption because almost every doctor is told not to give one. And if they speak negative about the shot, I mean, it's very political. It's unfortunate. And um, so that that wasn't an avenue that was possible for me. I had to choose a religious exemption. And I am religious. You know, I truly do believe, you know, in God and everything like that. So I truly am. So I filled it out according to my beliefs and um, my convictions. And I, you know, I'm really serious about believing that this is not what God chooses for me to do. And so you have to put it in that sort of wording because um, they will try to trick you, trip you up. And lawyers, those questions are designed by lawyers who this hospital has hired to, to trip people up and make them look dishonest. Well, well, Good for you, you know. And tell me, how many, how how deeply have you gotten into our work? Um, I I work a lot of hours at the hospital, so I, sometimes I call in when I have a chance. But lately, it's been a little bit busy for me. But when I can, I call in. I think I called in a couple times with John, but. You know, I listened in, and then I also go on the website and I listen to the recordings because a lot of times you you guys have um, um, the call-ins when I'm at work. I work at the same hours, so I don't have the opportunity to call. Um, so John has told me you can go on website and listen to the calls, which I do, and I I find them really interesting and um, supportive, and you know, interesting on what you know how to go about doing certain things and. And it's good to have that um, framework with people that are like-minded, like myself, to know that there's people out there that are like me, think like me, and want the same things. So that that really struck me, you know, that inspired me to to this group. Well, you, you know, you're still scratching the surface, but you really picked it up because what. What we brought up in a certain religion? I'm I'm sorry, I didn't. Hello. Yeah, I said, were you brought up in a certain religion? Oh yes, yes, yes. I was brought up uh, a, a Roman Catholic. Uh, I and and I kind of switched a little bit to more like um, and then I switched it to um, uh, what is it called a. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of it at the moment. Jeez. Uh, evangelical Christian. That's what I like to call myself. You know, that's when they ask me what's your religion, that's what I say because I think that's the closest 
thing right now to, to what I believe in. And also this group also, um, it has many facets that are similar to, to that. So I'm not an expert on anything. I just kind of really believe in, you know, I read the Bible a lot and I, I just feel like, you know, I, I kind of connect with the people that are, you know, religious and believe in God and the powers and, you know, past lives, mm-hmm. like you've mentioned, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that's kind of, when you mentioned that, that was the belief that I had before I even heard of your group, I knew that our spirits never, never uh, pass. Our bodies pass, but our spirits always go on. And I always mm-hmm. believed that. I didn't know how and where and when and who, but I always knew because your spirit is so, um, I, I don't know how, it's so special that there's no, it's not just a, um, a shell, like a, your body's a shell that houses your spirit. Like I always knew that the spirit is something that's so profound that, and it's an energy that just never gets destroyed. It just gets transferred from, from one place to another or another animal or person or, you know, kind of like muted. It's what I believe in, you know, I I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. It makes sense. Did, Did you ever hear the story of Terry's past life? Uh, I think I heard a little bit, little bit about it. Um, she's um, uh, reincarnated from a, a woman. I forget her. M- m- uh, m- m- something with an M. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I think uh, I read about it a little bit. Yeah, she reincarnated she was, or something. Well, you, you know, when this first started for me, uh, it was like. I wasn't looking for it, but I was, do you know who Edgar Casey was? Have you heard of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I was I writing heard a book because I discovered the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, and I was I was really influenced by Edgar Casey years ago, and uh, and I interviewed him. And then I ended up writing a book about it. And and he was explaining something that I never heard before. Well, one thing was uh, he was the spitting image of Edgar Casey. And I learned that people, um, when they die, their soul retains their DNA imprint. So when the soul comes into a new body, it programs a new body with the DNA of the past life. Okay? Now, I never knew that. I knew reincarnation was real. I had experiences about it. There was no doubt in my mind at that point. But I didn't know people looked like people. Not only that, you meet the same people over a number of lifetimes. Not necessarily consecutively. I mean, somebody could come back, like, you know, three lifetimes down, or you bump into them, or you, and you have a connection with them, or you bump into them and you say, better stay away from that person. It could all be based on previous times. And so... Um, Hello. Can I... So, 
Can I butt in? Yeah, but I wanted to butt in for a second and say why I like coming to the call before I go on Hope Planet Healing. Can I do that? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I already already know why you come into the calls. Okay. Why? I'm not going to tell you. You tell me. (laughs) Go ahead. I like coming on to the call because for a long time it felt like um, I was different and there was, well, I didn't fit in anywhere. And then as soon as I came onto the call, it was like everybody was the same as me. <laughs> and everybody who thought I was crazy, there was the same crazy people on the call. <laughs> yeah. You're telling us we're all... Antonio, are you telling us we're all crazy? Yes, but in a good <laughs> way. <laughs> and um, I just like, I could feel all the love, the energy and everything when I come in. And yeah. I love greeting. Okay, that is it. Oh, yeah, and I love right. you, you and Harry and everybody else. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. See you on the next call. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. So, Pamela. Yes. What happened was, I'm writing this book, and then I have a new girlfriend, and we're driving to um, Oregon, Portland, and it's pouring rain, and I do a prayer protection. And everyone on this call has heard this story 25 times. <laughs> I want you to hear it. <laughs> and I did a prayer protection. At the end of the prayer, I looked up at the sunroof and I said, so does anybody want to talk to me? The woman I was with answered and said, we're here. Do you have questions? And I thought she was joking. I asked some questions. And after about five minutes, she said, that's the strangest thing that ever happened to me. And I had no idea what to make of it. None. So we continued to Portland, and three days later, and I said, you want to try that again, and I'll take a tape recorder out. And she said, okay. I took a tape recorder out. I said, does anybody want to talk to me? And again, there was an answer. And I said, how come my girlfriend can do this? And they said, your girlfriend is from another dimension. She came here to bring these messages in, and this is an important connection. And then I said, I said, tell me, how do I know she's not crazy and you're not just a figment of her craziness? Can you guys predict the newspaper headline? And they said, watch for this headline in two weeks. And in two weeks, there was the headline. And I said, okay, they're real. But I don't know if they're positive. I don't know if I trust them. I don't know if they're demonic. You know? And we went through asking them questions, asking them questions. And I wasn't talking about it. And uh, it was just me and them. And then, and, then, and then they did a miracle of healing for my sister who was supposed to die. 
And the woman who was channeling was freaking out about it. It scared, scared her. And um, uh, after six months, she left me. And I said, okay, this is the end of it. And uh, I'm going to go back to being a normal person again. And I called up my former relationship that I've known for years. We've been friends and on again, off again. And I said, would you consider coming over? And she came over after three weeks. Uh, and in the middle of the night, she woke me up and said, get the tape recorder out. Because she knew about the, what was going on. And I told her, no, no. She said, yes. And the same source started coming through her. And they identified themselves by the name Council of Elohim. And when I looked up that word, I found it was one of the names for God, the name the Mormons used for God. And I asked them, are you the same Elohim? And they said, we're part of the same. And I said, why are you talking to me? And they said, I was like a cosmic midwife. I knew how to bring these things into the world, and I didn't have ego about it. Well, at that time, I had no idea how to do anything, and I still wasn't sure I trusted them. And um, I kept asking them questions, like, what happens when you die? How do miracles work? How does this happen? And they're answering everything. And finally, I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? And they told me, look up St. Catherine of Siena. And I Googled St. Catherine of Siena. I found the story of this young woman who would go into the local church in Siena, Italy, and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And when she died, all of her channelings were compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, which became a classic of Catholic history. And Terry was the spitting image of St. Catherine. And that's how it all started, okay? And uh, somehow, here we are, we're still doing it. They're paying attention to our calls. They flow in energy into the call. We're connected to the Christ consciousness. Uh, I have explanations that are different from religion, or let's put it this way, more overarching. Religion is usually a gross simplification of everything, and, and, and in some cases, it's been taken over by negative sources that have corrupted it so it could be used in self-serving ways to control people, and that's all. I'm not going to say any more. But uh, keep going through our archives because some of those calls, you know, we're not, we, need, we, we, need, we need money to organize everything. Uh, we're working on more books. And what I'm doing, they tell me, has never been, uh, you know, I'm not saying this because I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, how can I say it? puffing myself up, 
you're telling you what they said. No one has ever done anything like this in the history of mankind. And it's kind of like we don't need a church. We don't need a belief system. We don't need, we need money, but we don't need money like we need, we don't need a building. We're building this all on the inner planes, which are here, that are lifting the vibration of the people who listen to this call. And we've had so many miracles. I mean, some, some little minor things, some big things. And, um, and we watched it, and the people on the call have watched it, and they say, geez, I'm right here. I saw it happen, okay? And so if you keep hanging in, you will find yourself in our flow. And it's, you don't have to believe in anything. You don't have to join anything. You don't have to pay anything, although you can make donations because we always need money. If you want to make a donation, anybody listening, go to the thespiritchannel.net. TheSpiritChannel.net, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and there's a donation button down there. And, uh, and, and the more money we have, the more people we can reach. But this is not like a religion. It has some of the really good aspects of religion in the sense of, that we have the Holy Spirit or the Christ consciousness present on the line. And we have the two group souls that have been acting, the people have thought have been God through the history of mankind. And um, we have a new explanation for God, a new explanation for everything. And, uh, you know, it's like the more you understand, the more you'll get it. And you're already really open and you've done the groundwork. So just encouraging you to keep coming. And also, uh, if you send me your email, I'll send you a free book about some of the initial stuff that happened. Anybody, anyone on BBS, go to, not, not the Spirit Channel, go to intelligent-infinity, intelligent-infinity dot com and there's a sign up there where you get on my email list and you'll get a free book called the creator gods of the physical universe want to talk to you and uh and pamela do you have do you have a new jersey or pennsylvania accent uh uh i a little bit not much are you from that area? I'm originally, yeah, I'm born and raised in New Jersey, and I've been out in California for 22 years. What city in New Jersey? What city? Oh, I I went, uh, I graduated from Kearney High School. I lived in Kearney. Kearney. Okay. Uh, I heard your accent. Okay. <laughs> I'm from I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. that's not too far. <laughs> no. Okay. So great. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm north of where John was. I, I 
New Brunswick. We went to college together, and yeah, that was in New Brunswick, and um, I'm north of that. And then uh, uh, I think John was uh, closer to the college. I know where New Brunswick is. Okay. Well, you know, this is like, I mean, what I'm doing has some potential to get very big. But my sources say this is like one person at a time. And, uh, I mean, it's a major event for John to invite somebody and they're getting it. You know that? I mean, it's like, it's not easy for people to get it. They're scared of it. I mean, this is like the direct experience. This is like epic in, in a, a certain sense. It's epic because it's breaking ground. It's never been broken before, okay? And mm -hmm. uh, and I'm happy to have you on the line. And it, 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 do you know about Whole Planet Healing, our other call? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I, I heard, heard that. I was on listening to that and, uh, yeah, yeah. you kind of go through, through, through the, um, different, um, cities in the, in the world and things and countries. <laughs> and yeah. uh, you pray for the safety and the healing of everything, and the planet. Right. And we have our sources with us. They're adding to our energy. And that's, that's one of the reasons miracles happen. Because they add to people's intentions when the vibes are right, you know? So we're going to go into Whole Planet Healing in just a moment. And it's got a different phone number. You know the phone number for Whole Planet Healing? Um, not off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> if you can if okay. you can give me that, I'll, I'll dial in. Hi, hi are you there? Yes, Hello, I have the phone. Yes, and the phone number for Whole Planet Healing is six six seven. You got it, Pamela? Oh uh, yes, I got it. Six six seven 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 zero one five two seven, and the access code is two five zero five one three pound. Did you copy? Okay. Yes, I got it. Thank you. All right. And if you're on BBS, if you're on BBS, just don't move. Don't touch that dial. Because Whole Planet Healing on Monday is broadcast on BBS. And Wednesday it's on BBS. And every other day of the week, it's on that phone number, which you probably didn't write it down. But you can go to the spiritchannel.net and on the home page of the Spirit Channel, it has all of our phone numbers. And we have two calls per week where we actually do live channelings with our sources. And, and they're quite amazing. And one is on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific. And the other one is on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific. And on the Wednesday call, people submit questions. So Pamela, call John up. He'll tell you how to do it if you want to submit a question. On the Wednesday okay. call, people submit questions. And on the Sunday morning call, I 
pick a topic, and I, we talk to them for, you know, like 45 minutes. And then we have a healing list at the end of the call. So that's the way it works, and we got to go. All Planet of Healing was supposed to start three minutes ago. So we're going to hang up on this call, and and we're going to go on the other other conference line, and we'll be plugged into BBS. So don't move, and, and we'll see you all in a moment. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Pamela. For it was nice sharing. to meet you here, Pamela. Thank you all. Thank you, Ben and Terry, and our sources. Thank you. Well, this session is no open. longer being recorded. Hi, John. Hello, Hi, John. Hi, John. Welcome, everybody on BBS. Yes, thank you for being here. If you're listening in on BBS. Yes. So, um, oh, I got something for me, Jackie. Oh, good. I'm glad it got there. Uh, and I got something from you, Lauren, from Terry. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Wynn and Sedona. Hi, Hi Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi. Wynn, what time is it there? Hi, What's that? Seven? Is it seven there? Seven Oh, I I always thought it was like an hour later than here. Only when there's not daylight savings time, okay? Ah, And we are well, at seven oh five. Thank you. Wait a second, Antonio. Antonio. Yes. Yeah. Where where is where is Mimi? I have no idea. I called and she didn't answer. And I remember she told me that around this time, six and seven, yes. she's really busy yes, with her know. nurses and everything. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for trying. Thank you for trying, Antonio. You're welcome. Appreciate it, man. And thank you all, all for right, being here. Antonio, where are you? What What state are you in? California. Okay, well, yeah, California is an hour later than uh, uh, Arizona mountain time. It's 7.06 here, and I think oh, it's it time is? to start. Oh. Yes. Mm. I'm confused. Right. <laughs> Muted. Muted is because of summertime uh, daylight savings right now here, and then we're at the same time zone as where Look, you were. I can't. I can't complain because I was the guy that started daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a good idea, and I appreciate it. All right. All right. Vin, you want to start opening up, or you want Jackie All right. to take off? I, I, I'll start off just, just a little bit. A All right. Jackie, Thanks. you're here, right? Yes, I am. All right. Super. So till March 21st. Here we go. The recording has started. Hi, this is March 21st, uh, 2022. Everybody, everywhere, whole planet healing. And I can't believe we have so many wonderful people who are 
volunteering to, to do this call. You know, this is all, you know, started by a bunch of clods, me and Terry. And it's not, it's not easy to get people. But I didn't get people. They got themselves. They, the, somehow they realized it was important and um, they internalized it. And we started doing this call. And actually the way it happened was I, I, I knew that these guys, our sources, were working in between me. They were, they were coming in between my words. I could feel them. I could feel their energy. And I thought I had to do the call. Cause I, and, and then I started falling asleep on the call. I was so tired. And, and, and um, I said, I just can't do this all myself. I can't do it. And then I came up with a format, an idea. And people all volunteered to do their little parts. And 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 now it's a miracle. People show up every night, and they do their parts, and we have a great energy, and and they're bringing our sources in as well as me. Okay, uh, so that's a miracle for me. All right, believe me. And 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 you know what? The reason everything is free is because it's much harder for it to get corrupted that way. It means that people do things out of passion and out of um, conviction and not to get a salary, okay? Now, I, if we, sooner or later, I'd be happy if we get some money coming in, and we will sooner or later, uh, that people that are doing stuff can get paid. In fact, I'd like to pay everybody. But we're doing it this way, and 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 it's it's working, and our sources really applaud it. I mean, they are so delighted because. I remember when we first started, they did a session and they said, we were talking about you and we are amazed. This was, you know, really early on. We were amazed at what you pulled together out of nothing. And, uh, and you know, they have groups, they discuss things up there. And they said, we didn't think this could work. And, uh, and, and we've got it working just a little bit, tiny bit. But it could be, it could be working bigger and better. But one of the key things is to keep it so it's uncorruptible. Because things like this get corrupted so fast. And people think it's about power and fame and tithing and money and um and the essence gets lost, okay? Well, look what happened to Christianity. And it doesn't mean all Christianity is corrupted. 
and even some areas where it's corrupted is areas where it's not corrupted and it's helping people tremendously. So in any case, I'm going to turn it over to Jackie. And she's like our master of ceremonies or our concierge. I don't know. And and we're going to go through different uh, steps here. And, and you're going to hear Bonnie read an excerpt from a channeling. So you can kind of like suss out our sources by the way they talk and answer questions. And then you're going to hear Jennifer go through the earthquakes of today. And you're going to hear Cecil do an invocation to the light. And then we'll go from there. Sorry, I forgot to mention Cecil won't be here. Oh, he won't be here today? Okay. No. Joy, Joy, Joy is doing it, right? I'll do it. Yeah, Joy is doing it. (laughs) Thank you, Joy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so turning it over to Jackie. Thank you, Wynn. And you just did my job for me, <laughs> introducing everybody ahead of time. But, um, I, you know, I usually reference the previous hour whenever we share our calls with the BBS radio people on Monday and Wednesday. And... Today, it was a very unusual for a Monday call, but I thought about why I come into this call every night, and I'd like to just quickly share a couple of my reasons, and I know I've shared these reasons before with some of you, but I experience this daily call as sort of an anchor in my life, not the kind that keeps you stuck and trapped in place, but the kind of anchoring that holds us steady in the turbulence that we call life. And a better adjective might be that this call is a source of grounding or a touchstone where once a day we clear a space to touch base with source, reset our energy from the day, become centered, and expose ourselves to channeled material from a higher perspective that we can consider utilizing when addressing our personal challenges. And then there's Wynn and Terry, who are among the most authentic people I've known. They consistently present a clear and honest offering of their remarkable experience. And they present a dedicated, and an uncluttered pathway to the law of one principles. And that appeals to many of us who have little tolerance for pomp and circumstance. So the essence of what I'm trying to say is that I'm so very grateful to have this sanctuary and for all of you who are part of the creation and the structure of this peaceful place. So let's officially begin our call tonight by welcoming Joy from Swim, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, this work, and a shielding from any negative interference. Joy? 
Jackie, thank you. And thank you for mentioning grounding. Grounding. <laughs> Father, Mother God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and anchoring deep into the center of the Earth. And right now we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so, while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our soul. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Joy. Well, at the beginning of our call, both Winfrey and Terry Brown are here with us, and they just take a couple of minutes to share some of their latest thoughts with us. So, Win, Terry? Well, thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks, thanks for sharing. I'm, you know, uh, we'll do. We should do that again because other people have things to share, and I'm thinking. I'm always scared to do those things because I think, uh oh, nobody's going to say anything. I'm say, anyone want to share? And then I have dead silence. So, um, thank you for sharing. And, and you know. I really don't know what I'm doing. I mean, um, Terry doesn't know what she's doing. She just opens her mouth up and they start talking, and uh, and it just keeps unfolding the way it unfolds. And um, you guys are very special who are on the call because you ground the call, and you ground us, and we ground you, and. Uh, it's the law of one in action because you know they said they they're scared they're scared to talk to people because people screw it up and so far knock on wood we haven't screwed it up how do people screw it up they elevate themselves they turn them in, themselves into messiahs and gurus and and uh exalted people and um in any case we're not doing that, and we don't. People sometimes do it to us, and um, I can't make them stop. But uh, it's okay because I'm not doing it. I don't think that way. You know, Carla Rucker said we're all just bozos on this bus, and 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 I find the more I do that, the easier it is for people to accept our work because. My ego's not in it, and I don't really do it for recognition. So I'm going to let Terry say hello, who is 
really the star of the show. I'm just her her uh, questioner. So go ahead, Terry. Yeah, actually, I don't really feel like I'm the star of the show. I feel like Taylor Swift and the Raw Group are the real stars. And uh, they are uh, amazing. And uh, they have such a warm feeling towards us. Because... Um, <laughs> We don't hear you. We lost you. Are you there? Hello? Well, Terry's getting reconnected. I'd just like to tell everyone that Terry is responsible for the majority of the messages that are on the spiritchannel.net. And uh, I encourage everyone to go there because there's such a wealth of information. Cut in when you're back, Terry. And um, there's just an, an amazing amount of timeless messages. The, the advice never goes out of date. It, that's what, why the information is so solid from Terry. And um, there's a search feature, so you don't have to feel overwhelmed with all the information. You can easily bring forward any subject matter of a particular interest. Terry and Wynn, are you back? Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm a little discoordinated today. I um, <laughs> I went to a psychic surgeon and uh, he did some amazing things for me. <laughs> uh, I I got a bunch of teeth work done, and with the teeth work, uh, it. I think it released a lot of mercury from past mercury fillings. And um, he found a bunch of mercury in my liver. And and I thought it was really interesting because Joy did a reading for me and found a bunch of mercury, dental mercury. <laughs> so I'm a little discoordinated today. Um, but, yeah, our sources. Um, I really, I mean, I feel like they're the true stars of this. They're amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Terry and Wynn. Well, we are going to move quickly on to Bonnie from Corona, California, who's next on our call. And Bonnie's familiar with many of the channeled messages that are archived on the Spirit Channel. And she chooses something special for us to share every evening, either from these archives or a compatible resource. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us tonight? Hi, thank you. Well, we are going to finish up this call that we've been reading 
from for the past several days. And this call took place on July 7th, 2010. And the question that someone had submitted is asking, how is all of life in love? There is no right and wrong and no disharmony. I can't understand this. Isn't the law of one that says that the light and love and is also light and harmonic? I thought the goal was to be in the right so you would be in the light. But this seems to be saying that wrong can also be right. Can you explain this to me? And Ra'an, through Terry, answers, one can take into account that the background of all that is, everything is written on love and light, and it comes from love and light. And when one comes into the manifest universe, there begins to be duality. And in duality, there can be some better solutions or some worse solutions. There can be the goal to be manifest in the third density, and they become touched by frequencies within the third density, wherein in order for the survival of the body, one needs houses and money, and they need material things. And so this colors their goals. Then when one has an adverse situation to a goal that they have, they are confounded and frustrated in their goal. And they begin in their big frustration to choose negative means to accomplish this goal in desperation. Or they may have a past incident wherein it has carried into the future, which we have talked about previously, wherein the individual then begins to act out of character for the present time and begins to act in a negative way according to what is in present time. However, according to the past, they may be acting at that present time, truly in character with what they are imagining in their mind or thinking is going to happen based upon some past weird incident or based upon some injustice they have experienced. They may go down the scale from desiring and giving love to being so frustrated and expecting negativity that they themselves become negative. Each and every situation has its own history and its own story of how the breakdown occurred from true love light 
to fostering negative feelings and expressions of negative feelings. Everything is written on love light to some degree in time, some point in space, and then the individual in the true sense, though they are being negative, are diametrically opposed to their origins, and this eventually will bring them home. And when asked, I imagine the going home can take eons of time for some entities in this realm. Is that true? How long might it take for some entities to get home? And Ra'an answers, there is no time limit. And when asked, what is the longest time someone has been trapped? And Ra'an answers, billions of years. And this is part of the reason for the manifest world not disappearing and not returning to original love light. And that was the last question on this particular call. So tomorrow I'll be reading from a new call from 2010. And I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. That was um, a very encouraging message. Up until the time you got to billions and eons of time being stuck here. So let's move on now to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the most current earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because our sources have asked us to stay informed of the most current activities. And they've also advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness to Mother Earth. So relax into the feeling of calmness. Become the calmness. And as Jennifer guides us to each area, let's radiate that calming frequency to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, as we begin our journey, we invite Mother Earth to go with us to increase our intention for calming. The first place we're going to look at tonight is the island of Hawaii, the big island. And today we had the usual swarm, um, low-level swarm around the little village of Pahala. And then it was interesting because there were little earthquakes dotted all around the island today. It was odd looking. Um, but we did have the largest of which actually was uh, 3.1 Waimea. And then we had three or four, sorry, little earthquakes up um, just northeast of Mauna Kea. So let's just take a very short moment and send loving calming down to the island, to the sea underneath. And of course, everything that affects this region. There is a hot spot. There are fracture zones, fault lines, and undersea volcanoes. And anything else that may interfere, we asked for calm for Hawaii. 
And now we're going to take the trip down to the New Zealand area, um, just off the North Island. We had a 4.1. And then moving north along the Kermadec Trench, we had a 4.5. North to Tonga, we had a 4.7. And then east to, or I'm sorry, west to Fiji, we had a 4.3. And then all the way over to Papua, Indonesia, we had a 4.0. And then in the Indonesian Crescent, we had the largest I found was a 4.6. And then moving uh, to the north, we come to the Philippines. We had a 4.6. And just to the east of this area, there's another large trench. You may have heard of it, the Mariana Trench. And we did have a um, 4.1 at the Mariana Islands and a 4.9 at Guam. And then continuing north to Taiwan, we had a 4.9, 4.4 in Japan. And then moving up to Alaska, we didn't have anything in the area of Russia. And the Alaskan area is really uh, quiet today. The largest I found was 2.9 on the mainland. So let's just continue to send calm there, see if we can do it one more day. Moving down into Washington, Mount St. Helens had three little earthquakes today. It's very interesting. If you look at the USGS map, the dots, which indicate seismic, um, go from Vancouver, not Vancouver Island, but Vancouver, Canada, and then it follows all the way down the mountain range um, in Washington down to... um, Oregon. Now, Oregon, we did have a little bit more going on. Mount Hood um, is rumbling. We had two little earthquakes there, but we did have some activity in the sea. We had a 2.4 and also a 3.1. And this would be out in what they call the Cascadia Basin area. And then we're going to move down to California, which we didn't have a whole lot today. The geysers is always rumbling. San Andreas Fault was very quiet. Down to Southern California, the largest we had there was a 2.9 um, in the sea offshore of Malibu. And then on the eastern side of the state, we have just south of Lake Tahoe, we have the Walker Swarm. And then south of the Walker Swarm, we have the Long Valley Caldera area. And then south of that, we have Ridgecrest. And these areas are always... Um, swarming, always low-level swarming. And before we leave the U.S., I just want to to throw some calm to Idaho, Wyoming, uh, West Yellowstone in Wyoming particularly, and um, Montana. Had a little bit of activity there. Moving down into Mexico, we had fours. Guatemala, or 4.4 was the largest I found. Guatemala had a 4.8, 4.9 at Costa Rica. And then on the other side of the Caribbean, we had a 4.1 in the Dominican Republic. Quickly back over to South America, we had um, 4.1 in Peru, 4.4 in Chile, and then all the way down to the southern tip of South America and go eastward to the South Sandwich Islands. We had a bit of an upset there today. We had 5.5 and two 5.0s. So that plate is under tremendous pressure. We're going to move up 
the mid-Atlantic Ridge, all the way north to Norway, of all places. And we had a 5.1 in the sea um, just off Norway. That's very, 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 very unusual. And then moving south uh, to Europe, we just had the usual, the low-level twos, three here and there, uh, until we get to Greece, where we had a 4.1. And then south, how will I explain this? Let's see. The eastern side of Africa, about halfway, maybe, um, Mozambique. And we had a 4.6 in Mozambique. And then hang back to the Middle East, 4.5 in Uzbekistan, 4.3 in Tajikistan, 4.4 in Pakistan, and 4.7 in Myanmar. It used to be Burma. And then that brings us back to the Ring of Fire. I'd like to thank everybody for participating. I'll send you guys all back. Thanks. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will take us on his guided visualization where he will address many of the other issues that uh, also need our focus and attention. But right now, the phone lines are being unmuted and you are invited to take this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concern. And I'd like to unmuted your contributions tonight. Joy and squam. Freedom for truth. Thank you. Go ahead, Joe. Thank you. Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont. I would just ask to put my son and his wife, Margaret, and their baby Hugo into the light. Margaret was recently let go from her three-year position and is very traumatized by this. And I'm just asking for calm and love light to be sent to them, that they may be confident in their well-being and and the fact that they are very, very loved and cared for. Thank you so much. Much love to all. Thank you. Go ahead, Tom. Supporting protection for Sydney Powell and Mike Rendell. Thank you. Go ahead, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to second all the beautiful requests and uh, triple uh, down on everything. And I would like to put a couple of my senses in uh, asking for the speediest uh, Assistance for the highest, greatest good of all be uh, uh, delivered, maintained, and provided for the highest and greatest good. And I would like to ask for uh, absolute, infinite, unconditional, divine protections, uh, protection for all those working for the highest and greatest good, from the smallest to the biggest, from the little bees to the countries and governments and presidents who are working and assisting uh, a greatest good of all be in a good shape. Thank you so very much. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I just want to put the awakening of humanity into the light and ask the Elohim to help accelerate the awakening and help us to help light grow 
can help us to help the darkness to diminish and become smaller and less effective and finally non-existent. Thank you. Anyone else before we go into the next segment? Thank you all. Yeah, this is John. I like to uh, ask that there be uh, more rain for Lake Mead. And I'm going to add Northern California to that. Thank you, John. Okay. All right. Muted. This is Ron. And we are going to go through a scan of our planet. And we ask our sources to go through it with us and add their energy to um, everything we address when it meets their criteria. And I mentioned the very first time I experienced uh, a certain phenomena was when my book came out and I gave my first talk in San Diego. And I wasn't talking about the Elohim. I was having the beginning of the experience then. I was two years into it talking to them. but. I didn't want to mix up talking about that while I was talking about the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. But while I was talking, I could see this light energy in the room. It was like surrounding everybody. And it was like distracting. And when my talk was over, people were rushing out of the room and Terry was sitting at a table at the door outside. And people were gathered around her, all excited, buying books. And when I came out, Terry looked at me and said, what did you do in there? These people are rushing out of the room, and they're saying they could see auras, and they never saw auras before. They could see light energy. And I said, I was just talking, but I saw it too. And uh, the next day, I did a session with the Elohim, with Terry. And I asked him, could you explain that energy that was in the room? And they said, that was us. We were helping you. And that blew my mind completely. Because I was this little guy standing on a lecture room, and suddenly it's there using my energy field and working through it and lifting the vibration of the room. And that's the first time I ever realized that they could do that. And I remember thinking to myself, I wonder if this is what Jesus did when he walked around. If they would work with him to lift everyone's energy. And I'm sure it was, although I didn't ask that question. 
And for the next six months, I was going to all these little expos all over California to see if it kept happening. And it did. And eventually, I asked them, I said, you know, I'm traveling everywhere, but I'm not making enough money to cover my expenses. Could you do this on a conference call? And they said they could. And that's how these conference calls got first started. And I didn't talk about it. I was scared to talk about it. I just wanted to see if it would happen. And uh, if I could count on it. And that's why we're doing this call today. It's evolved to the calls we're doing now. And um, anybody can come in and have the experience of this. But you have to get your own mind out of the way because people couldn't believe this was possible. And I don't blame you because I couldn't believe it was possible when it was first starting. And then we've had these various miracles happen. Like uh, we had a hurricane that was supposed to destroy New Orleans. Stop or, or, or turn into a tropical storm. We have a guy that lives in Paradise, California, who was that city where everything burned to a crisp and in those fires. And his house was intact. And I asked them, I said, did you do something? And they said, yeah, we helped. So you never know where this is going to happen and where something can miraculous can occur. And they do it for people who keep coming to the calls. They that learn to get their energy. They have an easy way of connecting with those people. That doesn't mean some people have something happen right away. They have an epiphany the first time they're on a call. But most people have to come for some months or however long. And if they keep coming, they'll make the connection. So we're going to surround our planet. I got to go through this fast right now because I got to be over in 13 minutes because we're on BBS radio and I want to complete it while we're still on the air. We surround our planet with this group energy and we're going to be like cosmic repeater stations. Just use your imagination. You don't have to believe it. Cosmic repeater stations showering our entire planet with the love light vibrations of the higher realms. We take a moment and we focus on the humans who are a service to others on planet Earth. We focus on the children and the young people who are most sensitive to this energy but still don't have wisdom. And we, we ask that they might get wisdom in spite of all the propaganda that's being um, put out by the media, that they might get the wisdom to see through it and make more of an impact on the planet. We go to the animals and the pets 
the vets who keep their owners hearts open. We go to the plant life, the trees, the bushes, and the grass that take in the love light of the higher dimensions, run it through their bodies, into the earth, through their roots. We go to the rocks and the minerals and the crystals who have the ability to firmly anchor this energy into this realm. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. And now we go through the surface of the earth. We go to the interior of our planet and the earth has an energy field that goes all through the interior and extends through the surface. And all life on earth is in the field of planet earth. And the earth suffers because she has to process everything, particularly humans and their activities and explosions and nuclear weapons and whatever else happens. And we send healing energy to Mother Earth right now. And we send gratitude to Earth for giving us this opportunity to have bodies on her surface. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in earthquakes and volcanoes. And we send calm energy. And I should say terminate in potential earthquakes and volcanoes. Jennifer went through all the events that happened in the last 24 hours. I'm going to go through the potential earthquakes for the future. We're going to go to the three major earthquake zones on the surface of our planet. And we're going to put down columns of light in each zone, bringing calm energy. The ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. And we see a huge U-shaped column of light extending from Australia and Asia across the Pacific to North America, Central America, and South America. We see this light bringing calm energy to the entire area. We go to the New Madrid fault line centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We put a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter penetrating through this entire area, through the ground, and bringing calm energy to all the potential earthquakes and volcanoes. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, which goes from the North Pole through Iceland down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean as far south as the tip of South America. Put a column of light along this entire fault area, penetrating through the water into the ground underneath the water, and we're sending calm energy. 
we go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, starting off with the coronavirus and its mutations. We ask that it be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they be strengthened. We go to the toxic elements of vaccines and ask that toxicity is transmuted. We go to all of the plans and plots and agendas by what some people call the negative elite that are designed to take control of our planet and control of humans. And we ask for obstacles to these events. And we ask for more awareness of humans as to what's going on so that they can impact the collective and make it impossible to do all these shenanigans. We go to the awareness of humans to the higher realms, to the God realms, um, whatever they call it, where part of the beings that we talk to on the other side honor free will. And they don't do interventions unless somebody asks. And traditionally, that asking for interventions is what people call prayer. We go to the people who suffer for all the myriad of reasons that people suffer. And we send the Christ energy to them all, giving them an opportunity to connect with that and lift above their suffering. We go to the droughts on the planet and we ask for rain, consistent, gentle rain, watering, filling the reservoirs, um, filling the watering the the crops and bringing water to the water holes that animals need to survive. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and protected. Qualities like benevolence, compassion, wisdom, courage, integrity, and ethics. And all those countries that are adversarial with each other can find ways and means to settle their differences nonviolently. In particular, we go to the Ukraine-Russian adversarialness right now. And we ask for a peaceful resolution to this issue. 
as soon as possible. And finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see the energy flowing through the universe, the love light energy, the Christ energy, going into our solar system, the outer energy field, the planet Earth. And finally, landing on our own personal rooftops. And if we're comfortable, we can invite this energy into our home and ask that it can uplift the vibrations in our home. and transmute any negativity. We invite this energy to flow down the outside of our home and make a protective energy around our home that keeps negative vibrations out. And finally, we invite these energies to flow through our bodies through our chakra system, opening our hearts, opening our chakras, breaking down obstacles, helping to lift us from past life karma that still is keeping us in contraction. We remind everybody that we're each an aspect of the one infinite creator, temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. And we are learning how to keep ourselves above this realm, keeping ourselves, as Jesus said, I am in this realm, but not of it. And on that note, we're going to end the verbal part of our call. We're going to leave the lines open for the people that are on our conference line and for the people that are listening on BBS radio. If you want to learn all our numbers and all our calls, which I highly recommend, go to thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. I thank everyone for being here. I thank BBS, and we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.